Welcome to Mind Muscle Mastery. We are here today to deliver a platform that will help each listener lock themselves into a continuous state of personal and professional empowerment. We want to deliver cutting-edge ideas, tips, and techniques that will help each individual ascend themselves to the apex version of their work and their home lives. And welcome back, everybody, to the third episode of Mind Muscle Mastery. Thank you, all of you, for taking some more time out of your day to hear what we have going on. Today, I am so excited, I am so fired up, and I am so confident that what we're going to talk about is absolutely going to help somebody immediately. Today, we are going to talk about internal perspective. Why we're going to talk about this is because it is a continuation of what we were discussing in episode two, which was all about taking back the controls of your life. It was all about stepping outside of an acceptance mindset and starting to develop the mindset of generating. When this change happens, when this shift begins to happen with a person, all different aspects of their lives begin to enhance and begin to improve. And the reason that that happens is because a person's perspective begins to change. And it happens on two levels. Their internal perspective of themselves begins to change and then the internal perspective of other people that you're talking to begins to change. Because human beings are nothing more than an advanced form of energy. We have the ability to know when somebody is not happy, even if they don't admit it. We have the ability to see when somebody is in pain, even when they don't admit it. We can read people when they're lying. We have even got so good at this that people now have the ability to gauge disconnective energy through text messages. Human beings are insanely powerful at picking up energy. So if the internal perspective of yourself is not positive, if it's negative, if it's violent, if it's manipulative, if it's some form of dark energy, the person that you're talking with personally or professionally, their internal perspective of you will be exactly what yours is. They will be looking at a mirror. And the reason that that is a problem is because that relationship that is either personal or professional, it can be severed because they are picking up a negative internal perspective of you. Most people don't realize they are doing this. Most people don't realize they are committing this sin to themselves. And that goes back to what we said in episode two, where most people are accepting of the life that they're in. Now, to really get into acceptance, we need to understand internal perspective and why it is so beneficial and why it is so crucial for us to understand and to master. Now, I'm going to share with you a story. June 28th, 2013, I was living in New York City. I was living in Union Square. I was living on 14th Street and I was in the Union Square Inn Hotel where I had been living for about one full year. I was in New York City because I was getting ready to graduate with my degree in performing arts from the New York Film Academy. And what an amazing year I was blessed to go through. Now, as I said, this was June 28th 
2013, and I lived in the Union Square Inn Hotel. Now, I lived at the very top of the building. I had a fifth floor walk-up. I was all the way at the top on the fifth floor. My room was the very last room in the building. Because of that, I was blessed to have a balcony outside of my room, and attached to the balcony was a fire ladder, a fire escape ladder that went up to the roof. So, June 28th, 2013. I'm a couple days away from getting ready to graduate from the New York Film Academy. I'm on the phone with one of my friends. We're trying to figure out something fun to do with each other and with some of our mutual friends and some classmates because it was the last weekend we were going to have everybody in town before they went back to their state, they went back to their city, they went back to their country. So I'm on the phone with my friend and I put my headphones in, I step outside onto the balcony, I decide that I'm going to climb the fire escape and I'm going to go to the top of the roof because this is something I had done all the time when the weather was nice, if the sun was setting, if it was a beautiful night, I would go up there because if you have access to a rooftop in New York City, you go use the access to the rooftop in New York City. So I did that as much as I possibly could. So I go up there that night. I'm on the phone with him. I go and I sit on a ledge that is in the middle of all the buildings. So for you to understand, you need to envision this. There are seven buildings. They are all the exact same height and all of the roofs are connected. And in the middle, the fourth roof, there is a a giant concrete scaffolding platform that hangs way out over the edge of the roof. And it's a big platform where people leave ladders, they leave paint buckets, they leave extra cable wire, there's cigarette trays up there. Sometimes people leave empty beer cans. It's big enough that in the summer, people could lay on this ledge and they could get a tan laying out in the sun. So I'm sitting on the ledge, I'm leaning back against the chimney and I'm relaxing and I'm on the phone. Now, you need to envision that out of my side vision is 14th Street. So I'm not looking to the left and I'm not looking down. So I can't see what's on 14th Street. I'm looking straight ahead and I can only see onto 2nd Avenue. So 2nd Avenue run up and down, 14th Street run left to right. And then behind me is 3rd Avenue. So I'm sitting there, I'm on the phone. We're ta- I'm talking to my friend and I'm also in a group text trying to coordinate what we're going to do. I'm up there for about 25, 30 minutes. I hang up from my friend. I put some music on. I'm listening to music and I'm still coordinating back and forth in this group text. I'm up there for probably a total of 35 to 40 minutes. And then all of a sudden I start noticing really strange activity. So coming down 2nd Avenue and turning left onto 14th Street, a fire truck goes past me, goes past my building on 14th Street, and goes back and parks by 3rd Avenue. So it went past my side vision, my peripheral vision, went past me and went back by 3rd Avenue. Immediately behind that fire truck comes an ambulance, then comes a cop car, then comes an ambulance, and then comes another cop car. So five service utility vehicles just go past me. They come down 2nd Avenue, turn left onto 14th, and go past my building. Now, for most people, they would have an alarm in their mind going off. They would be kind of concerned. But I'm living in New York City, and this happens every 14 seconds in New York City. And I live right by Stuyvesant Hospital, so I'm not thinking much of it. But it is a little bit unusual that this activity is happening. So I'm still there with my headphones in. I'm looking at 2nd Avenue. I can't see to my left what's happening on 14th Street. I haven't looked up and over the edge and looked down to see what's going on. And I'm sitting there. I'm texting. I'm listening to music. And then all of a sudden, I see the NYPD Mobile Command Unit come down 2nd Avenue 
and turn left onto 14th Street. And it parks up by the curb by the intersection. And now I can see the NYPD mobile command trailer, mobile command unit sitting up there at the corner. So now they've got my attention. So I decide to take my headphones out. And as soon as I take my headphones out, I can hear this noise coming from behind me. I hear this low do, 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 do. And I turn and I look back and the action news helicopter, I'm not sure what channel it was, but the action news helicopter is coming my way over the top of the building. So then I look back and I see another fire truck come down 2nd Avenue and park diagonally in the intersection. So it's diagonal. So nobody can go through on 2nd Avenue or 14th Street. So basically the New York Police Department and the New York Fire Department have quarantined off my block. Here I am sitting up on top of this building, on top of a fifth floor walk up and something is happening beneath me. So I start to get a little nervous. I'm thinking, oh wow, did, did the building catch on fire? Is there an active shooter? Did a terrorist threat come through? What is happening? I need to get off this building. Something's going on. So I put my headphones into my pocket, grab my water bottle, put my phone into my pocket. I sit up, I look to the left, I look down on 14th Street, there are about 40 to 50 people in the street with their cell phones out looking up at me recording because someone called the NYPD and told them that I was a suicide jumper. <laughs> and you can imagine my stomach dropped straight through and I instantly became nervous. I turned around, I hopped off the ledge, I landed on the roof, I ran back to my fire escape, I went down, got my ID, I got my keys to show that I lived there, got all my information, sprinted down the staircase, get to the lobby and boom, they are waiting for me. The NYPD sent everything. They sent the two old white guys. They sent the two young black guys. They sent two people that speak Spanish. They sent a lady that does sign language and another woman up there. They sent everything to come and talk to me. So I run down there. Wait, 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 wait. Big mistake. Big mistake. I am not going to jump. I'm not going to hurt myself. This is a huge mistake. I'm so sorry. We get to talking, we have conversation, they see that I'm not going to make this mistake, they see that I'm not a jumper, they see that it was an accident, that it was a false alarm, we get to talking, we spend about 30-40 minutes, everything is good, I look at the guy that's running this, his name is Sergeant Fuentes, I look at him and I say, listen, I've been living here for a year, everybody knows who I am, everybody knows that our buildings are a lot of fun, people come here, they have parties, everybody knows we're up there all the time when the weather is nice. I don't understand what happened. Who called the police and why? He looked at me and he said, I can tell you this. There was an individual that was walking by that looked up and from their perspective, it looked to them as if you were getting ready to harm yourself. So they called 911 and notified us that there was a potential jumper on top of this building. Now, <laughs> I mean, I'm able to laugh at it now. At the time, it wasn't funny. It was scary. I could have been in potential trouble. But I'm telling you this story because of what they said. I thought I was showing the world a relaxed, calm, peaceful, happy individual who was relaxing up on top of his building, listening to music, non-threatening to anybody. But the rest of the world had an entirely different perspective of me. What is your internal perspective when you wake up? If you wake up in the morning and you say to yourself, today I will be happy if. 
I close three of those deals that are on the table. I make an extra $5,000 in commission. I can go out and I can finally buy that new car. If your internal perspective is wired in the I, 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 me, 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 my, 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 every single person that you meet in your personal or professional life throughout that day is going to feel that perspective coming from you. So when you are talking to these people, they are going to feel like they are transactions and no longer human beings. If you wake up in the morning and your internal perspective is this, today I will be happy if... I can go to my favorite cafe, I can get my favorite drink, I can go to my company that I love being at, I can help a couple different people, I can give them a quality service, I can enhance their life, I can get income from that to provide my family and my loved ones with more beneficial opportunities, then I will be happy. When your perspective is that, and you can scale that and apply that to any different direction, when your perspective is that of helping a human, and it is a you, it is an us, it is a we, it is an our perspective, people are going to see that. They are going to be attracted to your inclusive perspective. They are going to be attracted to your positive, your loving, your happy, your uplifting perspective. So you need to sit back and check yourself in your personal and in your professional life as to where your perspectives are at. How are you wired? Are you wiring yourself to only benefit yourself, to only concern the I, the me, and the my? Or is your perspective every day a you an us, a we, and an our perspective where everybody can benefit and it feels inclusive. Human beings can instantly gauge energy and they can instantly make powerful decisions off the energy that they are picking up from you. So find out the way you are wired and find out how your internal perspective is so the people that you're talking to don't feel like you are getting ready to jump off the edge of a building. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, that is it for today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, whatever platform you're on, take a quick minute and interact with us. If you're at Apple Podcasts, press the subscribe button at the top, scroll down, give us a rating. If you're listening on Spotify, simply just press the follow button, continue your listenership with us. And as always, we leave you with this message. I wish you health, wealth, love for yourself, all of the best types of success until the day that you rest. Thank you, everybody. I am forever grateful.